I am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. Spider Knight? Alas, friend Spider-Man, by what sorcery doth small ceiling torch shine forth? It's called a light bulb. Welcome to Prattle World, I am your host, the ever-amazing, ever-spectacular Spider-Dan, and in this podcast, I spotlight entertainment's best-kept secrets that a mainstream audience may find boring. Welcome back, guys, and this is another edition of Spider Nights of the Round Table, where we have roundtable discussions about certain subjects. And this time, we're going to talk about the King of Monsters himself, Godzilla! Uh, if you don't know much about Godzilla, my friend Curtis Hadley, welcome. Hi, guys, great to be here. You're going to tell us a lot about Godzilla, all all the interesting things that we could possibly find out about the God of Lizards. That is that where the name come from? Godzilla is the combination of two Japanese words, gorilla and whale. Wow, okay, and he looks like neither. Yeah. So, okay, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So yeah, we're just going to talk because obviously King of the Monsters is about to be released and I've got you on because you are the Godzilla, you are the God of Godzilla. As far as I know. I like that title. <laughs> God of Godzilla. <laughs> um, so we're going to have you... We're just going to chat generally just about the, the history of the character, where he's come from, and where he's going in the future as well. Yeah. Um, so, but before we get into all that, before we get into the, the talk of kaiju and various other large moths and various other large monsters, uh, I'd just like to ask you, how do we know each other? Uh, me and you got involved in a filming project, which will go unnamed, uh, about, <laughs> uh, about, God, what would it be, two, three years it's, ago now? Yeah, something like that. I think, mm. I'm thinking 2015, I think, at mm. least, or 2016. Yeah. I think um, it's 2015, actually. Yeah, yeah. Really? Bloody I, hell. I, really, I, I think it was February of 2015 I got properly involved <sighs> in it. Um, I think it was summer. I feel of tw- old. I'm sad now. Can we <laughs> summer, <stop? laughs> summer of 2014. I signed up to do it, and then February 2015, we started actually doing it. Oh, um, but yeah, me and Dan got on great. Then went to a few conventions together. Mm-hmm. Uh, remained friends since then. Got got a lot in common. Yeah, yeah, we do. I mean, you're you're an actor. You you know you're into your comic books. You're into movies, much like I am. Mm. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I am way more. You know. Dan's the comic book guy. I'm more the movie guy. I mean, I, I'm, yeah, I, I would, I would, I would definitely argue that. I mean, you're a big The Thing, John Carpenter, mm. Jurassic Park. You're into going back, Alien, like Boris yeah. Karloff, Bela Lugosi, all the classic, classic monsters. Yeah. So, what is it about? What is it about monsters that you kind of gravitate towards? Uh, they remind me of my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, <laughs> this got very deep all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, Nah, I, I was always interested in sci-fi from a young age, but for some reason I never much liked like Star Wars or Star Trek. Those, okay. those would always okay. come later in life. Yeah. I'd always, I was a big dinosaur fan as a kid. Cool. Um, you know, all kids go through dinosaur phases. Phase, yeah, yeah, definitely. I never left mine. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't really that big of a leap from things like dinosaurs to things like, say, Godzilla, or yeah. even just like aliens to... Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Um, you know, some degree, I've always had a interest in that. Always, I was brought up on 
the old Toho Godzilla films and yeah. all the, all those kind of the I guess it is the kind of kids do have a kind of fascination with these kind of I mean I, I mean they were the king of the monsters of their day weren't they mm. you know they're the king of the beasts they were yeah. the, the I mean Tyrannosaurus Rex literally means like king like Tyrant, tyrannical it? king yeah. doesn't it or something like that um, I'm probably butchering the translation but it means it roughly means that Tyrant King Tyrant, Lizard yeah. Tyrant King Lizard there you go Tyrant King Lizard they, they were the biggest creatures you know if kaiju were real yeah. they would be dinosaurs exactly there you go so is is a question is Godzilla a dinosaur on the Heisei era <laughs> yes there's been a lot of lots of different retellings of Godzilla's origin the one from around the 80s was that he was a surviving dinosaur called creatively the Godzillasaurus which was then <laughs> that's, that's a hell of a mouthful <laughs> I'll tell you what though they've actually named the creature the Godzillasaurus so it's actually like somehow so, real self-fulfilling weird. so it's kind of gone kind of gone full loop so they've named an actual dinosaur off Godzilla, Godzilla and Godzilla was named supposedly after a dinosaur which didn't exist. Wow, that's that's amazing. Yeah, um, and yeah, one of Godzilla's origins was that he was a surviving dinosaur that was mutated by radiation in World War Two. Wow, so that was like kind of Hiroshima. That kind of leads mm. us on very nicely to to the first Godzilla film. So is it 1954? 1954. Yeah. So, so as far as I'm aware, um, Godzilla is kind of a, I don't know, a metaphor, an allegory, whichever the one is the best suited, um, for Hiroshima, for mm. uh, Nagasaki, for the kind of the radiation, the atomic bombs that That's were dropped. That's entirely the reason why the film existed, because there was actually a media blackout over the attacks. They didn't want any footage of it getting out. It wasn't... I mean, there'd, there'd be news reports, but outside from that, they didn't want anything getting out. So that but... was Japan themselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they just they didn't want to show any weakness or any kind of frailty integrity yeah yeah because they were i mean they're a very honorable honorable people and they you know they 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 respect salvation themselves. through silence was yeah. their solution to it yeah um, fair play. but filmmakers as they always do got around that and yeah. oof, two three maybe four years later hmm. they came out with godzilla yeah. which they just replaced the atom bomb with a creature called Godzilla, which mm. was supposedly awakened by the nuclear radiation. Yeah. It's not the nuclear radiation, no, no, no. But it's an effect of the nuclear but radiation. But it's kind of the the kind of the destruction he causes yeah. and the the devastation he well, causes. Well, they actually even used footage of the destruction caused by Nagasaki and Hiroshima in the film and said that it was destruction caused by Godzilla. Wow, really? So yeah, the whole film just came out as. Um, I mean, obviously it's. A lot more than that now, but yeah, it of course, was yeah. originally just started as well, that's a... Qu- uh, that's quite interesting, because um, is it Gareth Edwards directed the reboot? Yes, of, yes, 2014. He, so his movie Monsters, he when he was filming, it was kind of like a... Kind of an indie film, and what he did is he used the kind of... Uh, the landscape of kind of I think it was kind of Mexico yeah. or the kind of the de- like the or kind of areas in the kind of South South American border that are just absolutely just barren, uh, devastated wasteland and because of the wars and everything and the and the lack of money um, that they they can't rebuild anything. Mm. Um, he used that and said that the monsters did it. Yeah, the monsters in the film did it. So that's quite. And I tell you what, if you watch uh, Gareth Edwards' 2014 Godzilla, you can kind of see that it's done in the same spirit of the original because. Mm. 2014, we were actually a lot more focused on climate change than we currently are. Yeah. You know, we're not... It was only, like, how many years ago was that, the uh, tsunami in Japan? Um, uh, you mean Thailand? Thailand, was it Yes, Thailand? yes, yeah. um, um, Oh, God, like, ten years ago at least. A lot of um, what happens in Gareth Edwards' 
film is environmental based. You know, hmm. when Godzilla turns up in Hawaii, yeah. he causes a tidal wave, which then destroys everything. Of you know, course, yeah. You yeah. look at the um, look at the scenes towards the start of the film with the entire abandoned city that's hmm. over been it's been overtaken by nature. Um, so much of that film actually it tries to address today's issues in hmm. the same way that the original tried to address much more significant issues yeah, of, of course, yeah. radiation. Yeah, um, and this was again. Done in Shin Godzilla, but we'll get into Shin Godzilla. Oh, I'm later. sure. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. Um, but <clears throat> I think that's kind of the best kind of science fiction movies that kind of the ones are, that have echoes of real life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're trying to tell us something through through the kind of framework, through mm. the kind of lens of science fiction. What is Aliens if not a film of a mum fighting for their children? Exactly. Yeah, and that's, on both you know, sides, you know, xenomorphs and aliens. Yeah, exactly. So, like, Aliens is is the absolute kind of feminist dream and feminist nightmare i guess almost like that's mm. the kind of like you can you never know, the... represented as that though is it take note ghostbusters oh <laughs> he's got opinions he's got so many opinions i'm sure we'll get into that as well um so so we were what was the you would i think you just used the original kind of uh translation what is, is it god god how do you pronounce it Godzilla. um it's literally <laughs> The English translations of the kaiju monsters are god-awful because they literally just do the English spelling of how it's said. So Mothra in Japan is pronounced Mosra. It's Mosra. What does Mosra sound like? It sounds like Mothra. Yeah. Yeah, And Godzilla, is. it just sounds like Godzilla. Godzilla. Um, There's a few conflicting stories on how the name Godzilla came about. Hmm. The two main ones are that it was the combination... And it is the combination between a gorilla and a whale. Yeah. Which... At a stretch, you know, if you, yeah. gave, if you pumped up a gorilla, gave it like the texture of a whale, yeah. not dissimilar to well, I guess, some kind of I mean, kaiju. I mean, we did have King Kong prior, didn't we? We did mm. have, you know, from the US, we had King Kong, was it 1932? I'll tell you what, Ray Harryhausen's... What a, what a ledge. ...hated the Godzilla films. Really? Because they nearly put him out of business, didn't they? Did they? Yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more, I didn't know this. Yeah, um, no, um, uh, Ray Harryhausen and Willis O'Brien... I was about to forget who did uh, King Kong. It's all right, fair enough. Um, They hated the uh, Toho company with a passion because it was a very realistic thing that could put them out of business. You know, they'd spend days, years sometimes, crafting, you know, stop motion monsters, making them move slightly, slightly, slightly for every picture. Yeah. Or you could just build a suit and have a guy, you know, you could film in a day what would take them months to film. Oh my god! Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. so, so yeah, because with it, again stop motion animation before, like, if people don't know this, before the you know the days of CG, you would literally take a photo, move the thing, a photo, move the thing, a photo, move the thing, and literally it can take days to just film someone mm. grabbing for a bottle or something like that. You could take a full you know twenty four hour period just to film that one small moment in that film. Like Wallace and Gromit is a good example of, kind yeah, of stop yeah, motion and uh, Nightmare Before. Or, uh, Christmas, all those kind of things. You know, it's insane the amount of detail and and productivity. Like like you said, like they can literally churn out a monster movie like that because they're, yeah, they're yeah. just guys in suits. You know, the guys in suits. That's it. Um, Ray Harryhausen hated Godzilla in the same way that actually a lot of special effects artists hated Jurassic Park because it's like, well, we're out of a job. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So kind Jurassic of the Park Rick, used... the Rick Baker, Tom Savini's of the world, yeah. kind of yeah. Um, well, that's it. The the line in Jurassic Park uh, where the paleontologists are saying. I think we're out of a job now. And Ian Malcolm leans over and says, don't you mean extinct? 
is a direct quote from it was it was either Tom Savini yeah, or one of, the, one, of the, one of the main kind it of makeup guys it was a rewriting of that line where it's like well we're out of a job yeah <laughs> and Jesus. that was um, the same of what Godzilla did um, over in the west um, yeah so uh, well even even Rick Baker went on to kind of he, he does Walking Dead now and mm. he combines the practical with the CG yeah. so if, yeah. all is forgiven now but yeah, the initial but back in the day, uh, yeah back in the day it was kind of like but like uh, practical effects will always be better like yeah. for me they cost sure they cost well more. um we'll talk more about that when we're on Shin Godzilla <laughs> <laughs> okay okay <laughs> but in 99.9% yes. of scenarios I do agree with you yes so so yeah so so that was kind of so Godzilla kind of came out of those kind of so we've had we had monster movies before yeah we had monster movie we had you know uh, King Kong came out nearly 20 years prior yeah we've had I think the beast from 20,000 Fathoms was most was, of Harryhausen's came out yeah I think beforehand. that was him as well yeah um so yeah, he so he's kind of he kind of set the stage for the kind of kaiju stuff. Mm. But how did Godzilla cement like why is he the king of the monsters? Why do we remember Godzilla over all the other giant monster movies prior to that? It's probably because he's got like a film library that would rival James Bond. But, um, <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh, I'll chalk it up to a lot of the impact that the original film had. This film was not tongue in cheek. Honestly, if you watch it now, I mean, mm. after you get past the initial, I'm looking at a guy in a rubber suit. After you get over that, he's a surprisingly dark movie. Like, um, so they... so there's actually there's two versions in there. So yes, there's, there's Godzilla and Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Okay. Not to be confused with... With the new one. Yes. Um, <laughs> like Halloween and Halloween and Halloween. <laughs> um, yeah, there were two versions of the film. The original Godzilla was um, only done in Japanese, obviously. It was a very, very grounded, depressing story. It's um, grim. It's very grim. Yeah, like, the oh, God, is very one grim. scene in it literally made me cry my first yeah. viewing. It was Godzilla destroying a city... Obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Standard. And there's a woman cradling her little girl saying, yeah. don't worry, don't worry, we're going to be with daddy soon. And then they die. Like, <laughs> you don't, why is a suit, why is a film of a guy in a rubber suit making me feel this yeah. way? Yeah, and like, it's, it's and and to be fair to the, the original kind of Godzilla suit, it's not great. Like, and, and I think the, the subsequent ones kind of make him more, very toad-like. He looks kind of like a toad, he's got the big mouth. He, he, he looks like the cookie monster. Yeah, look. In <laughs> some of the later ones, yeah. We, we do call some of the later ones the cookie monster suit um yeah yeah and then when it came over to america it was it kind of had a philosopher's stone sorcerer's stone redoing okay. of it they didn't think that they didn't think that just redubbing it would be enough they didn't think that the american public would accept things with right. predominantly asian cast so they refilmed scenes and introduced a character called steve martin mm. which was pay, played by raymond burr uh, of, of ironside fame mm. Um, or Percy yeah, Mason they, was they, it Percy Mason? it was Percy Mason yeah. yeah they introduced him into the film and I'll tell you what you can't see the cut no? like um, I, when I originally watched it Kingdom Monsters was what I watched before I watched uh, Godzilla hmm. and I could not see the cut where you between know, the two yeah. yeah they'd have like the Japanese actresses but from behind you know not the actual yeah, yeah. this was filmed like years later of course yeah but su surprisingly the best effects in that film where you can't tell that they just added <laughs> in this random character um, and his character in it he plays a reporter from the west who 
who is reporting back everything that's happening to the as, US as another means to kind of dumb down the plot. It's literally what a scene would be just Godzilla destroying a city. Yeah. But now it's Godzilla destroying a city with Raymond Burr going, Godzilla is approaching. Yeah. Godzilla is slowing down. There's also, because um, the, the first kind of reboot of Godzilla, if you will, mm. was it Godzilla 1984-85? Yeah, Godzilla uh, 1984. They actually had that character return, didn't they? Yeah, it's uh, um, it's like levels of fan service that you would only usually see today. Yeah. When they did The Return of Godzilla, which was... Um, Godzilla very quickly became child-friendly in his sequels. We'll get into them later. Yeah. Um, but around the 80s, they said, right, we're not going right, to sack all of them. They're not canon anymore. going to start again. going to go off the original design. We're going to have another dark and depressing story. Came out. Wasn't majorly successful. But the attachment of it being the return of Godzilla mm. made it go over to the UK. Uh, the UK and the US. And yeah, they had Raymond Burr come back, reprise his role of Steve Martin. Though at this point, the actor Steve Martin was quite popular. <laughs> <laughs> so they only actually refer to him in the film as Dr. Martin. Right, yeah, um, that, would, that would probably be better, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I will say in both the English versions of uh, King of the Monsters and Return of Godzilla, you kind of lose some of what made the film as grim yeah. and depressing. Um, I mean, that just fucking like pepsi adverts in oh, no it's not pepsi no um in return of the monsters return of the monsters return, return of godzilla <laughs> in return of godzilla in the american scenes that they add in it's fucking covered in product placement um the americans are, like cracking jokes over it yeah both versions take away a lot of the somber tone of the original films. But by all means, they're still good. Yeah. If you want to watch them just because you don't fancy reading the subtitles, subtitles of the yeah, Japanese, still completely valid viewing. Ray- Raymond Burr is a fantastic actor, fantastic And talent. he is actually the best part of Return of Godzilla. Yeah. Um, I guess, in a way, I guess they probably wanted to soften... I mean, end of the day, the US, the US bombed... Nagasaki, Hiroshima. Yeah. You can't really get away from that. Yeah. And there's a possibility that the US didn't want to be reminded oh God, yeah. of in, in, what um, they did. In Return of Godzilla, they try and introduce this, um, purely from the American uh, redoing, yeah. they try and introduce this plot to do with the Cold War. Um, okay. I, know, I haven't seen very, it. Very 80s. Very yeah, 80s. I haven't seen the film in a few years, but it's yeah. something to do with like the Russians are now responsible for Godzilla instead of the Americans. <laughs> and I mean, I, I haven't seen the film in a few years. I, I know the Russians, are, they try and put the blame on the Russians... Uh, somewhere in the yeah. film. Well, I mean, and like we were saying earlier, that you know, a good sci-fi film, you know, has a lot of political things to say. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of people nowadays that are like, oh, keep my politics out of my movies, take my politics out of my it's comics. It's always been it to some degree. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think I think politics is is you know, it's always in media. You yeah. can't escape. You can't escape politics. I mean, I'll, I'll take us. I'll take this off on a rant, then I'll yeah, bring this right back. Sure, um, yeah. A lot of people had a problem with the new Doctor Who being a woman. Sure. But realistically, Doctor Who was always a very, very left-wing show. Oh, very. It wasn't too out of character for it. I mean, personally, I don't really like Doctor Who. I prefer yeah. like, classic stuff. Fair enough, um, yeah. New stuff I'm not really that much of a fan of, but it's, it's like, oh, well, this is ruining Doctor Who. Doctor Who was always like that. Yeah. You know, a lot of things are born through political well there's a um, lot of there's a lot of i mean if you look at the especially the modern retelling there's a lot of kind of lgbtq stuff in there without it being explicitly so yeah. but it, there's kind of there is representation you, there um this was something quite nice i noticed a while ago um you know aliens you know during the uh, conference scene between ripley and the board of governors whatever they yeah, are yeah. Um, yeah. and 
Behind them, there's flashes of the characters from Alien. Yes. They uh, they died. Hmm. Someone uh, in the Blu-ray release of Aliens had been able to get those screen caps, like the original ones that yeah. would, and um, HD qualify them so we can actually see yeah. what they are. Dallas and Lambert were both transsexual. Really? Mm. Wow. I didn't know. That might sound like something that we'd redo now, but realistically... So that, like, was, that was the original... In Aliens, if yeah. you could see the blurred lines there, you yeah. would see that Lambert was born as male and transitioned. Wow. Um, That's crazy. I didn't know. Yeah, I out, no of, out of nowhere. I mean, wow. as we said earlier, Aliens yeah. is realistically quite a feminist movie, but You're because it doesn't really advertise itself as that, it doesn't mm. get the bad stigma that a lot yeah. of... Um, feminist projects often do yeah I I, I feel like uh, I mean I think it's almost in some ways like we're saying like there's these I like to call them bro flakes because mm. they're they're kind of there's these guys that are kind of really angry about about you know you know LGBT community getting represented women getting represented or oh, you're just doing this for likes you're doing this for and all this sort of stuff I'm like well no we we do need this we need I'll, you know. I'll definitely agree that there's an extent where advertisements uh, when companies will do it as an advertisement mm. as opposed to what but again that's just it becomes kind of tokenism we don't want it because of you tokenism. can argue that extremism is the enemy in anything yes. you know oh, religion yeah, yeah. politics anything you know but yeah. around like the middle bit that's yeah. where you're going to find yeah you want to find the middle bit. it's the same with anything it's the same with anything you want the moderation on the middle ground yeah um you know either way if there's not enough representation you're angry if there's what are we talking about yeah. we're, we're, i don't know we got off we got <laughs> you you took us on a weird random rant you you said you'd bring us back you didn't bring us back um i'll bring us back where we black about? lives matter dan <laughs> i know they do i, I agree <laughs> Um, so, so anyway, we were talking about, so earlier you mentioned that there was various different kind of stages or, or kind of eras yeah, of, of Godzilla. Can you, can you explain that to, to the people who don't really know about that? There's the three main eras of continuity with Godzilla. Um, depending on what you count as Godzilla, it's more like five or six, but okay. the main three ones is the Showa era named after the Showa era. Uh, for context, in Japan, they name their different political eras based off of who is the emperor. Um, it was the Showa era, the Heisei era. Around the time that the third one, the Millennium era, came out, okay. they were still in the Heisei era. So they just they named it Millennium because yeah. it was around the same time that the 2000s were happening. Okay. Yeah, um, and now we're in the. I was going to say, I don't think there was a Chinese emperor or a Japanese emperor called uh, <laughs> called uh, Millennium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they just named it that because it was technically. I mean, if you're going to be pedantic about it, technically, Return of Godzilla took place in the Showa era, even though yeah. that's marked as the start of the Heisei era. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we've just months ago now gone into the latest one, the Reiwa era, which wow. would um, be just Shin Godzilla, if you count the uh, more the, recent the new, film. The new recent, the, yeah, American, if you count the, the American, American ones, ones as legendary. Yeah. yeah, the um, the main series of Godzilla starts with the original Godzilla. And the thing is, that is an award-winning film, but rather unfortunately, to some degree, it appealed a lot to kids who liked uh, giant monsters. And so when they started doing sequels to that, very, very quickly, it stopped being zombie and Tommy. It was kid-friendly. Right. By the, like, fifth or sixth film, Godzilla was, like, flying and dancing and... Oh, yeah, I've, I've seen this. I've You've seen, seen it. it, yeah. There's some, some very silly kind of moment. The one I watched... Uh... Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, recently. Mm. Oh, that's one of the more serious ones yeah. of the. Uh, and and you say that, and then they're, they're all him. Uh, so Mothra, Godzilla, and Rodan are all speaking to each other. Oh, Godzilla! What terrible language! Exactly that line. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. 
<laughs> it was such a bizarre. Like, I, I guess they have to communicate, but it was yeah. just very much. Oh um, no, there's at some point some very where... silly kind of moments and stuff. Yeah. I mean, and the film opened with "We need to talk to the saucer people. <laughs> we need to speak yeah. to these saucer people." And I'm like, well, okay, who are the fucking saucer people? Yeah. <laughs> when did this come? When did this come about? Um, well, that's it. Um, yeah. As the film start off, it first started with the first sequel to Godzilla was Godzilla Raids Again. It was the only other Godzilla film to be in black and white. It introduced Angiris, who has become um, one of the staple Godzilla monsters. He's just dropped below the main five. They, um, they, yeah. They're a term called the main five, which is okay. Godzilla, Mothra, Rodan, Ghidorah, and Mechagodzilla. Yeah. Yeah. If there was a sixth, it would probably be Angiris. Yeah, yeah, um, it's interesting that they didn't use they didn't use him. Like the other monsters, like the newest one is kind of like the greatest hits almost. He's got all the kind yeah. of the main other monsters mm. from the original kind of era. Why do you think they didn't use Angiris? Well, it's because although he was one of the original monsters, he was by far not the one that had the biggest impact. Um, it's because shortly after Godzilla Raids again came out, they also came out with... Uh, Toa at this point has realised that there is a market for kaiju films, mm. so they came out with other films, Mothra and Rodan, ah. um, both of which are pretty decent films. I will admit that I cried at Rodan because it has an ending <laughs> Which is so much sadder that it that it has any right to be right. I'm not asked about spoilers. Spoilers. Spoiler. Okay. Spoiler. In, in in Rodan, there's two Rodans. Okay. Um, a couple which end up mating, and towards the end of the film, uh, one of them gets shot down. Like they, they nest in a volcano. Yeah. That's what lets them survive. Mm-hmm. And one of them gets shot down and falls into the lava. Right. And the other one has a choice between escaping or trying to help the first one. And so it tries to help the first one, but you know it's getting lava on it. It's being mm. burned alive. Mm. And the narration goes, neither can live without the other. So they die together. Oh God! And I'm like, what the fuck? Jesus! It's like an I old... came here for kaiju. I'm fucking crying. <laughs> it's like an old married couple. Like one of them dies, and then the Literally. other one just kind of um, goes, goes with them. Oh God! That's that's pretty hardcore. Mm. Um, yeah, but uh, both of those films are a success, and so very quickly they realised the potential. Yeah. In instead of making original Godzilla monsters, they'd yeah. cross him over with. Other ones. Fair enough, yeah. If, if the movies were successful... I mean, I guess it was the original Marvel Cinematic Universe of its day. I, I'd argue there was one even before that with really? the Universal Monsters. Of course, yes. You know, Sorry, Boris yeah. Karloff, Bela Lugosi. Um, but yeah, it was very much the MCU of its day. Mm. Um, well, especially so. in Japan. Certainly in Japan, anyway. Mm. But yeah, they ended up crossing them over with both Mothra and Rodan. But before they did that, mm. there was a different, far more popular monster... Okay. From across the seas. Ah. And this was King Kong versus Godzilla. Ah, of course. Yeah. And you'll notice that King Kong has the first name in the title because at this point he was way more popular than Godzilla. Um, King Kong uh, King Kong and Son of Kong came out about 20, 30 years yeah. prior at this point. So they're mm. very well established yeah. characters. There's, I don't know what it was, but there's something about like monkeys and apes and things that mm. kind of I don't know why, but it kind of seems to it just turns you capt- on. Uh, no, <laughs> certainly, certainly not. Certainly not. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I've got enough hair to be a, a monkey, an ape, or a gorilla, or what have you, uh, but I'm certainly not attracted to that. Um, I would like to put a disclaimer Dan is not attracted to monkeys that's not my thing I'm definitely not into that by the way Um, (laughs) go on I'm sorry but no no generally generally like in comics like DC Comics went kind of literally went ape shit with with that Mm -hmm. idea because Mm -hmm. apparently the comics would sell if it had an ape or a monkey on the front so they literally like every villain like Gorilla Grodd and Titano the super ape and various other things and again in the the cinemas we kind of have this I mean by all means Godzilla uh, uh, King Kong 
Kong has got nowhere near to the same extent of cinema history, but he's got a decent... Yeah. I mean, when Godzilla vs. Kong yeah. is coming out in cinemas soon, exactly. bite me on, I'll give you a Kong retrospective. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll definitely um, do that. Yeah, obviously, the original Kong is like, what, 20 foot tall? Godzilla could stomp on him. So they beefed up his size yeah, yeah. in a way similar to what they've done in Kong Skull Island yes. recently. Yeah. They had to reboot that to make him a lot bigger. Yeah. Yeah, King Kong versus Godzilla came out. It's worth addressing because anyone that knows anything about Godzilla will be pissy with me if I don't address this. Fair enough. It was rumoured for ages, for so fucking long, that there was two alternate endings to Godzilla versus King, uh, really? to King Kong versus Godzilla. It would be if you watched it in the West, King Kong would win. If you watched it in the East, Godzilla would win. Ah. It was bullshit. Okay. It wasn't real. Um, the only difference is if you... Uh, the film ends with both of them falling into the ocean. Only King Kong comes up and starts to swim back to Mono uh, Island. Okay. If you watch it in Japan, Godzilla's roar then plays it's, over it's the heard. credits. Right. If you don't watch it in Japan, if you watch it anywhere else, King Kong just swims off and he's fine. Fair enough. So I think okay, that kind of got exaggerated. That's a bit, it reminds me a little bit of um, uh, Avengers Endgame. If you go, mm. if you there is no after the scenes credits. Yeah. But you, if you listen, you can hear the, yeah, so the <laughs> there's a clanging of iron, like him making the first suit or somebody else making another suit. Who mm. knows? Uh, we don't know until we see a future film. Yeah. But that's that's interesting. I like there's, that. If you Godzilla tends to live. In water, doesn't yeah. he? he? Tends to like that's Honestly, usually where he, it, when he the, rises up from. The amount of crossover films that just have the two characters fall into water at the end. Frankenstein versus the Wolfman did it. Yeah. Freddy versus Jason did it. Yeah. And King Kong versus Godzilla. Because the thing is, with doing crossovers like that, is no one wants to see their exactly. favorite character lose. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I remember I watched um, I watched Hulk versus Wolverine, which is like a short animated seen, movie. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking great. Yeah. Um, but there's a moment where Wolverine has it over on the Hulk and then all of a sudden he recovers and then he has it over on him. So there's kind of, it's almost like you have two two of the characters win or you you can go, right, that's that's my ending or that's my ending. But then you obviously have all these villains come into yeah, it Yeah, well. realistically, the best way to do it is, I'm honestly going to say the Batman versus Superman way where you have a third party come in that they have to yeah. team up with. Yeah. Which, based on early set stuff that we're seeing for King Kong versus Godzilla, hmm. might end up being... I've that. heard, I've read that King Kong vs. Godzilla, which is out, is it next year it's out? I've heard there's a definite winner. Yes. I've heard there's a definite winner. However, I've also heard that the ending of King of the Monsters, a certain device is used. Ah, okay. Which would later set up one of Godzilla's most famous kaiju. Really? To be a villain in Godzilla vs. Ah. People who know what we're talking about will know what we're talking about. Okay, all right. Those let's, that don't, let's not, it's some let's not spoil it. Let's not spoil it, but, um, but I, I'll tell you what, I really loved Skull Island. That mm. was that was a great film. I, I'll I, be honest, amazing. I, I thought it was good. Oh, really? I've what I've actually I've rewatched it multiple mm. times because I'm like, no, it's great. It's good. What, what am I missing out on? Yeah. And then I watch it. And I'm like, yeah. I, 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 I like I literally went in with no expectations because I I'm like I, I like Kong. I like the idea of Kong and. The last one I saw was the Peter Jackson one. I was just like, "This is long and boring." Yeah, it was just. Yeah. And I, 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 I did I was like also... that film probably more than Skull Island, but I'll agree with you. Again, it's way too long. And I went on a date as well, and that is not a movie you take a date to. Jesus Christ! Didn't you climb up the Manchester One building? It wasn't a particular. It wasn't a particularly great date, so I just wanted to leave. But the the film just kept going. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh god! Is this that one woman that you did like the Roy wrestling move on? No, no. Um, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's ridiculous. It was. Podcast. It was. Uh, 
Well, I, I, I have to explain it now because you <laughs> brought it up because it sounds weird if we don't talk about it. Now. Uh, so there was a woman I, 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 I went. That's women. No, not neither, not that either. Uh, so I, I I I was on a date with a lady and she asked me to to give her a piggyback across um, the Ma- Manchester Piccadilly Gardens. Um, it was winter. The the grass was and wet. He was like, "How dare you ask me to give you a piggyback?" And he just slammed her into the. Um, again, not true. Not true. Uh, <laughs> so so I gave her a piggyback, and I and I was a bit. I'd had a few drinks, and I ran across, and I slipped in the mud. So obviously, there's I kind of I, I don't know what it's called in wrestling, but it's kind of a wrestling like move. You, you where pick you, them up yeah. and then like slam yourself out. So of you kind of you kind of got them. You've got your le- you've got your arms under their legs, and they're holding onto your back, and you kind of like. Almost, I guess it's a backdrop or something. Yeah. I guess that's what you would call it. But unfortunately, because I slipped in the mud, I gave her a backdrop and devastatingly hit the ground with all my weight on top of her. Like, like we went in, we were in the air. Yeah. It wasn't like we were just like just slipped. We were directly in the air, and then boom. <laughs> and then uh, I had to get her a taxi home because she had a really bad back. <laughs> However, when Dan explained this story to us, we were picturing it as like a wrestling match. I mean, that that because I described the move as a wrestling move. Yeah, you, I you... think no, it's the fact that you opened with the move. I went, I went. Let me show you what I did <laughs> by mistake. Um, I did see her another time, but then uh, I think I offended her quite a bit, and I didn't see her again, so it's fine. Well, that's when you started doing karate on her, wasn't it? Exactly. We just started f- straight up fighting that time. Uh, <laughs> Back no. to Godzilla. Uh, yes. Yeah, so anyway. Sorry. Anyway. Um, okay. We're going on these it, weird tangents. It came out from there was Godzilla. Yeah. Then it was Godzilla raids again, which introduced Angerus, yeah. and then it was King Kong versus Godzilla, and then this is what's called the Showa era. I can only relate the Showa era to being like the. Adam West Batman show like they didn't care what they did so long as it was fun it was very light hearted yeah. and comedy well, even as yeah, even as uh, is it Godzuki or yeah Godzilla it Jr it introduced Manila Manila sorry yeah uh, Godzuki is also a thing unfortunately sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it introduced like Godzilla's son later in it who could talk and yeah see the first the first few of the Showa era are very important films because mm. after King Kong versus Godzilla comes Godzilla versus Mothra the first First in-house crossover yeah, between yeah. Toho and then as a sequel to King Kong versus uh, to Godzilla versus Mothra. Who I'm just going to chuck it out there. Godzilla actually loses his first round against Mothra. Yeah, he yeah. loses in that film. And then, at this point, he's yeah. still the villain. Because because it does Ghidorah fo- the Ghidorah the, the yeah Ghidorah is the this. sequel to Mothra. Right, and it's actually a real it's. It kind of sets it up as, right, okay, Godzilla's fought King Kong, he's fought Mothra, who's next? It's Rodan. But oh wait, he's trying to go off and fight Rodan. But Mothra from the last film senses that Ghidorah's coming. She needs them all to work together to go defeat. It's it's actually quite a nice setup for... It's good, it's a good... And and I I wanted to watch Invasion of Monster Zero, is that the the next one? That's the sequel to that one. It's pretty much the exact same... It takes Godzilla and Rodan, puts them against mm. Ghidorah, but it's actually the only film to not take place on Earth. Okay. We lend Godzilla and Rodan to... Where are they from? Uh, Venusians, I think, from Venus. Sure. Um, we <laughs> sure. we lend them over to uh, their planet to fight Ghidorah, but, plot twist... Sorry for spoiling this. Go on, no, it's... Uh, I mean, I mean it's, only, was... it's only, what, 40 years old? <laughs> 34 years Ghidorah old. Ghidorah was under their control all along. Yep. And now, because they also have Ghidorah, uh, they also have Godzilla and Rodan, they now have... Strangely enough, Mothra wasn't in this, even though she was in the previous yeah. one. I guess budgets just ran out. Um, but they, it was still... Because it was... Wasn't it the, the baby of the previous Mothra? 
Yeah, yeah, it was um, in Godzilla and Mothra. In Godzilla and Mothra, that Mothra lives, but then dies in Ghidorah, but she has two babies. Ah, okay. Um, she has two babies. One of them... Um, no, even I've messed up my own thing. Okay. Mothra dies in Godzilla versus Mothra, but has two babies. One of those babies survives, and that baby is then in Ghidorah versus right. okay. uh, Ghidorah. Three-headed monster, yeah. yeah. Um, after that, the... Films just kind of went off the rails a bit in terms of just craziness. Like, they, that's when they bring in Mecha Godzilla, who is um, wearing like a Godzilla suit, is sent over by aliens. They have Megalon, who is the guardian of the Seatopians. Of course, standard. With, <laughs> they are unhappy with the way that the Earth is being polluted, so they send Megalon off to go fight Godzilla. He loses, but then it's okay, because they can also ask help from the Space Hunter Nebula M aliens from a few films before of course, to yes. send over Gigan from Godzilla vs. Gigan, and then it's Mothra and Gigan, but this has also got Jet Jaguar in it. Oh, who sweet. Was, <laughs> Jet Jaguar was a... Com- that was their only kind of um, reaching into like the Gundam... Ultraman kind of yeah, it's very Ultraman, isn't it? Yeah, they yeah. yeah they introduced Jet Jaguar to be like an equivalent of him. He was only in the one film, but he has a yeah. great he has a great theme tune. Yeah, I, I won't do a rendition of it, but by all oh. means, please go. Yeah, check go up go the, go the Jet out. Jaguar theme. <laughs> Jaguar theme. Um, but again, again, that's kind of that leads into like things like Pacific Rim. You know, oh, where it's yeah, literally yeah. giant robots versus giant monsters. Which yeah. is, I mean, even Guillermo del Toro, the director of Pacific Rim said he was a huge Godzilla Ultra Neon Genesis fan yeah um, of course he is it shows it shows yeah and that's it like these films are very very goofy you know you can see I mean outright in one scene you actually see Godzilla's tail fall off you know you can <laughs> see the whys in so many of these films but if you had not seen Godzilla fight Mothra if you had not seen yeah. the introduction of Ghidorah we wouldn't have any of the later 30 yeah. plus films you that you we wouldn't, you wouldn't have, have the, the one that's literally about to come out which has all all of them in Rodan, yeah, that's it. Mothra. In, in spirit, this is almost like a remake of Ghidorah the Freed Monster because mm. it was the first time that all four of those monsters like met together. Yeah, that's that's the, one of the reasons I watched that was because I knew it was the original kind of. And meeting. honestly, in like my, if I was going to give like a top five recommendations of Godzilla films to watch, let's I, do it. I, let's do it. Do it. Do it right now. Top five Godzilla what to to watch for the upcoming movie. Is that what you mean? Okay. Or, okay. or do you want? Yeah, to, yeah. Like if or, you're going to go into watching it. Yeah. So. So, so, do you want me to give it now, or do you want, do you want me to give it? it after I've explained? Oh yeah, the, sorry, we're the still on the series. Yeah, no. Let's. So you've you've talked about the the show reel. Yeah, the show. So era. It, it got a little bit more sillier as it went yeah, on. Yeah, honestly, a lot of those films kind of blur together. It's more yeah. just like a massive. What colours. was that? The end of that was that destroy all monsters. Was that the end of the show area? That was, was originally meant to be. Okay. The ending. Um, and frankly, it just goes fucking downhill from there. But <laughs> Destroyer Monsters was meant to be the last one. That's when they brought in... This is what I said. It was like the original cinematic universe. They brought in monsters from Frankenstein Conquers the Earth. They brought in monsters from the Mysterians. Yeah. If they had the monster suit, it's in this film. But that being said, and this is worth saying for a lot of Showa mm. films, is... There's not actually a lot of monster action. You know, you think all these yeah. old goofy films, you think, oh yeah, I'll go watch it, it'll be Godzilla jumping around for, for an hour. It's not. You see him for like 10 minutes in the yeah. film. Other than that, it's mostly story driven. And the stories are like, oh no, there's this kid's being bullied yeah. in school. But it's okay because Godzilla Jr. is also being bullied. We're going to show the two. <laughs> 
Um, we're going to show the <laughs> parallels between him being bullied in school to Gabara bullying Godzilla Jr. And, but yeah, um, those films, uh, I personally quite like them yeah. in the same way that my favourite era of Doctor Who is the earliest Classic stuff. era. I have... I don't know what it is. I just like how charming the low yeah. budget stuff is earlier on. I'm always I'm always a fan of older comics and older movies, mm. older TV. Always, yeah. I'd always go older than newer. Always, yeah. They they, they were going to end it on uh, Destroyer Monsters. They ended up coming out for a few more. That's when they introduced Bloody Godzilla's son, uh, and they ended up ending it on the Mecha Godzilla duology. Who is um, like it's it's quite right that the last member of the big three was the last ones of the show yeah, yeah. era. Yeah, Terror of Mechagodzilla and Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Wow. And then after they came out, they were like, right, we're gonna retire Godzilla for a bit. Yeah. And then a few years later, they decided they were gonna bring him back, but they didn't like the tone they'd been taking with yeah. the recent Godzilla films. So they said, right, sack everything that happened between the first one and this. Yeah. This is a sequel to the original Godzilla. Yeah. And that's where what we mentioned earlier, yeah. Return of Godzilla. Return of Godzilla, or Godzilla 1984-85, however, yeah, however it, it's known. In Japan, it was Return of Godzilla. In the Americas, it was Godzilla 1984. Yeah, and that so, was done as a spiritual and continuity sequel yeah. to just... It's almost... Film. It's kind of a it's kind of a recall, if you will. It's a reboot, yeah, a sequel at the same time. Yeah. 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 It's, kind of, it's very much in line with, like, like Crisis on yeah. Infinite Earths. Yeah, it's a reset. And, you know, all the reboots that... I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, you know, it's Batman Begins, isn't it? Yeah. You'll find that a lot of long-going series have this kind of continuity reboot. Eventually. Halloween as well. The most recent Halloween just said, forget all the other sequels. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Neil Blom camp alien that was going to be made that wasn't, unfortunately, was going to ignore all the other sequels after Aliens. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and it, and it makes sense because it kind of it frees I'm you. I'm not against it because, yeah. honestly, I think trying to keep in the confines of sequel lore can actually put quite a damper on The creativity. Yeah. yeah, the creativity. And, and that's why that's why they do it in comics and why they do it in films because, yeah. end of the day, it kind of frees you up. You go, right, that was, that was good. All I need to know about is that film. I don't mm. need to worry about all the other sequels and where they fit in or... You know what's happened and everything like that. I think, in a way, it's kind of it purifies stuff. You just go right. What is the what is the thing that makes Godzilla? They go right. Yeah. Let's go back to the original. He's That's the villain. It, you know, it, it provides such a good jumping on point for new fans because you know if if everything I've just described to you, you don't like the sound of like if you don't want Godzilla to be all happy, fun, and kid friendly. Okay, watch the first one. Yeah. Skip everything in between and mm. just go straight to Return of Godzilla. Yeah, and that that kicks off the Heisei era, and the Heisei era took place in the 80s and you can tell <laughs> yeah um they kind of tried to make godzilla in this one godzilla is a villain in okay. pretty much all of his films okay. he is the villain of them um it's done with much better effects you know they incorporate a lot more animatronics rather yeah, than yeah. just a guy in a, a suit, suit. Yeah. and over the course of these films they do actually end up doing i mean the, the film series is return of godzilla and then godzilla versus biolante mm. which was actually um it was a competition it was okay. you write a script for a godzilla film if it wins we'll make it you try and fucking wait for disney to do that you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm gonna i'm gonna write in my uh, my aladdin um beauty and the beast crossover that's what i'm gonna send <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, and then Biolante came out. It was... Um, That's the kind of plant... Uh, yeah, one, it's it? actually yeah. created from Godzilla DNA, so you could argue it's like Godzilla's sister. It is also one of the only female kaiju. Like, okay. a lot of them are like non, uh, they don't have a gender, no, but this one kind of, is yeah. actually female. Well, I mean, even in the, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but the uh, the, the US remake, mm. um, it was kind of. Uh, yeah, in that one it was asexual, asexual yeah. but born pregnant. That's right. Godzilla versus Biolante, and as is like a recurring thing with later of these, is they do try to keep. Bit serious, yeah. But emphasis on the emphasis on the try, yeah. It goes from Godzilla versus Biolante to then the sequel Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. This is the one that I was saying earlier where they redo Godzilla's origin story. Okay. In the original show era, you don't really know where he's come from. They don't focus on it. In this one, Godzilla versus Ghidorah has a lot of time travel elements in it. In this one, he is a Godzilla Saurus mutated by radioactivity, and then in the future where the world has been destroyed by Godzilla. The Futurians, creative sure, name, sure. come back in time to modern day and say Godzilla's going to destroy the planet eventually, but we know what caused him. Come with us. We're going to go back to the 1950s and we're going to take the Godzillasaurus off of this island. Mm. But when they do that, they leave behind three little Gorats. Oh. which looks suspiciously very yellow and scaly with little wings. Ah. And then the accident that caused Godzilla ends up creating King Ghidorah. And now they're in, the humans are in a pickle yes a pickle being a light term for it because now <laughs> godzilla doesn't exist yeah and king Ghidorah is a thing but wow then just a second godzilla comes out of nowhere <laughs> okay yeah they're very it's very broad on if the term godzilla means a individual or yeah. if it means a like oh a, so it's a like a plural like a plural yeah. yeah the most godzillas we've seen at the same time is two and that's usually out in son of godzilla yeah. um in the heisei era they do actually bring back godzilla's son mm. in godzilla versus destroyer again though it's never really said if he like if it's an actual is he given birth or yeah you know yeah. Um, so yeah you, you can tell like obviously with the time travel elements it's a bit more spectacular yeah but it's a little still, bit more over the top but they do keep it they try and keep it Grounded. edgy yeah yeah, yeah. they Fair do enough. that for uh godzilla versus king Ghidorah, godzilla versus mothra which mm. Introduces Mothra into this new continuity and okay. her evil twin Batra, and then oof, who comes after that? Is that Godzilla versus Space Godzilla? That's not Space Godzilla. Might be. I don't know. Space Godzilla. I'm gonna say Space Godzilla. <laughs> Space Godzilla. No, it might. Um... We're running out of ideas, guys. <laughs> what do we do right, now? It, it's Godzilla, boys from space. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's an amazing idea. <laughs> did um, some, Did another fan write that one? <laughs> no, actually. Um, yeah, that that film, the Heisei ones, carry on for a good like five or six films pretty decent ones i personally not much of a fan of these just because the show ones are so much more fun whereas yeah. these are much more action orientated yeah. films kind um, of 80s 90s style yeah yeah mm-hmm. um and then these this film ends with the what was originally intended to be the definitive ending mm. to the godzilla films with godzilla versus destroyer destroyer yeah, <laughs> yeah. literally if you look at the way it's spelled it's spelled this like r-a-y-a I think I, I think I read. They can't copyright destroyer. That's, that's what I read. They couldn't copyright the word destroyer, so they're yeah. like, "Fine, we'll spell it a bit differently." Yeah, Godzilla vs. Destroyer is one of the best ones in the series. I've heard some people say it's better than Godzilla. 
Really? I will say fuck them to those people, <laughs> but I will say it's well up there. It's is, well up that there. That is one, I, in fact, that I have watched purely because I knew, spoilers, Godzilla dies. Yeah. Uh, hey, kinda, no, it's like yeah. it was advertised yeah. as this is the film where this Godzilla the final, dies. It made it onto Godzilla. UK television. Wow. During the 80s that Godzilla was finally going to die. And, um, wow. Yeah, the way they tie it back really nicely to the start where in, in the original film, Dr. Shirazawa comes up with a weapon called the Oxygen Destroyer, which I don't fucking know how it works. But yeah, it, it, I, don't, it's basically, I don't know how you destroy <laughs> It's basically the only way to kill Godzilla, but he recognises that this is a weapon more powerful than the atomic bomb. So yeah, yeah. when they, they know Godzilla's under Again, the ocean... very good allegory or yeah. metaphor... Yeah, they uh, they know Godzilla's under the ocean, so they send Shirazawa down with it, and he activates it and kills himself with the bomb. However, they now come back to that in Godzilla vs. Destroyer and say that you that micro-oxygen that they created from that has now spawned Destroyer. Right. Which, over the course of the film, kind of in like a H.R. Giga's alien, like it transforms yeah. over the course of the film from single-celled the... organisms to uh, a, ca- a devilish kaiju. Yeah. Well, it's it, it's basically like Satan. Destroyer. Like if, if... He is bad at yeah. ass. It's, you know, it's a good he... design, man. Mm. Like, I, I really, that I really one like shot that. where he's, like, he's in his final form, yeah. but you can't see him, you can just see the silhouette yeah. of him in the smoke, and then lightning strikes behind him. Because it starts off with kind of... The, it's, there's a scene where the, all the kind of the soldiers go in, much like aliens, the soldiers mm. go in, and they're like, what's going on? And they get picked off one by one by one, kind of one part of him. Yeah. And then he combines... Yeah, all... the aggregate forms, which they yeah. combine to make the perfect form. Yeah, and um, that's kind of like... It's kind of like a Godzilla with horns and wings and stuff. Yeah. He is and he's the devil, terrifying, actually. and does um, um yeah. So and and Godzilla already in this film is is dying. He's going through a meltdown because yeah. part of um, this continuity and maybe the new film's continuity, maybe, based maybe. on some trailers, maybe. Um, he is going through. His heart basically functions as a nuclear reactor, yeah. and he's kind of outlived to the point now where that's in meltdown. So it's a really intense film. Godzilla, he's like. If he goes into nuclear meltdown, it will be a, an atomic blast. Like the heat could literally destroy the planet. Yeah, it's like ten thousand times worth of Chernobyl and Nagasaki. While at the same time, destroyers happening. Who is like the most powerful fucking thing that you've seen on the planet? Mm. Um, and yeah, Godzilla eventually burns down, melts into nothingness. Mm. Um, Does he even kill destroyer in it? No, actually, he's mm. it's one of the only films where the army is actually semi competent enough. To destroy. Granted, this is after he's been beaten to yeah, pulp yeah. because in this film he kills Godzilla's son. Yeah. And then Godzilla, acting very vengeful, knowing that he's like moments from death, just goes all out on Destroyer. Yeah, yeah. But then when he goes into meltdown, like the army takes care of Destroyer yeah. and then they blast Godzilla with cooling weapons so that it doesn't actually oh, yeah, destroy the yeah. planet. It's kind of like the, co- like the cooling down a reactor. Yeah. It's kind of but thing. that nuclear energy that he emitted was enough to revive baby Godzilla who mm. now grows into a full adult form wow. which they kind of set off as like if they ever wanted to do the sequel it would be him, yeah. Godzilla's son's out there yeah, um, yeah. and yeah that was the end of the Heisei era for yeah that was the end of Heisei era and mm. it's meant to be the end of Godzilla for a very long time mm. and then a little company called Tristar or I know <laughs> <laughs> those Godzilla films really popular they're good aren't they they're about destruction who have we got that does Jurassic Park did well who have so... we got that likes destruction what's that guy that did Independence Day Roland Emmerich yeah we're going to have him do it <laughs> Now, 
To be honest, we all take the mick out of this film. I'm going to be honest here. That was actually the first Godzilla film that I ever watched. First one for me as well. Because it realistically, for a lot of people in the West, that film was advertised way more than anything from Toho. I used to I used to argue with my friends coming out of the cinema. I remember my friends were like, "Well, Jurassic Park was better." I was like, "Yeah, but Godzilla could eat everybody in Jurassic Park. He would just like <laughs> yeah. destroy everybody." Yeah, in this film, the director just didn't understand the point of Godzilla, and he wanted to. He wanted to show off all the destruction but he also wanted like the King Kong element of having a sympathetic creature yeah. well, and he, also doesn't he gods. always didn't he crawl up the Empire State Building as well I believe so yeah, yeah. Um, and he also wanted to pawn off the success of Jurassic Park yeah and the whole film just comes out as a bit dumb. If you watch a Godzilla film, you'll be annoyed at this one because, like, Godzilla is killed in the end of it by bullets. You know, it's yeah. been a part of Godzilla lore since the first film that Godzilla cannot be killed by conventional weaponry. It's it's not respectful to the source movie. It's in the same way as uh, the comic book movies of the early 2000s just would have nothing to do with yeah. um, the actual comic book they were based on. True. Yeah, and it, uh, what a lot of people say is, and what Toho eventually ended up doing is, they just call the monster in that film Zilla, because it right. took the god out of the name. Yeah, I'll And then that, yeah. Toho, after, actually legally renamed that monster as Zilla. Really? So when that monster has reappeared in like Godzilla comic books later, it's mm. always referred to as Zilla, because it's lost the name God. Doesn't, um, so I believe the next era you're going to talk about finishes off with Final Wars. Yes, which, Final Wars. Which, uh, doesn't, doesn't Godzilla, like, kill, fights, yeah, they, kill Zilla? Yeah, Final Wars is, um, they, they try and do what they did with Destroy All Monsters mm. and bring in as many foes as they can. And yeah, they've, they've got aliens in as again as well, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, that's, they've, Aliens taking control of all of Earth monsters, um, and Godzilla has to defeat them all one by one. And yeah, one of the monsters they take control of is Zilla. So yeah, the the TriStar Godzilla film does actually take place in the continuity of some of the Toho films, and it is the shortest fight in the film. It lasts eight <laughs> seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess that that shows exactly how they feel about that film, yeah. doesn't it? Um, <laughs> That's part of the Millennium series. I won't cool. focus too much on the Millennium series, but basically after, uh, after they saw that A, the Americans did a poor job at making yeah. the Godzilla film, but it made a lot of money, they were like, you know what, we'll bring him back. And I'll say, like, if the first one was very, like, the first series, the show series was very campy. Yeah. Heisei was very kind of edgy. This one, I'm going to say, is actually, like, more anime inspired okay this is when they start introducing like a cgi godzilla mm. and in this one godzilla is overpowered as hell really like this is when like they shoot a black hole at him and he survives wow, it. Really? this is when he is able to shoot an asteroid that was going to destroy the planet out of space with his atomic beam hmm. and like it's fine you know this is very this is the overpowered godzilla and also a thing that they do in the Millennium series is they didn't want to have the films as connected as they were in the Heisei, yeah, which yeah. were quite solid sequels to each other. Hmm. Showa was they 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 were like the um, the Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah, they, they weren't were, really asked about continuity. Yeah, Heisei followed quite closely with continuity, but the Millennium was more just asked in making individual good films. Yeah, so fair. when they kicked it off, they started with Godzilla two thousand um, and just did it as a straight up sequel to the original in the same way they did with. Uh, return yeah. of Godzilla and then when that one sequel came out I said yeah Godzilla 2000 ignore it this is a sequel to the yeah. first one and then with the next one this is a sequel to the, the only films that share continuity is Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla uh, Godzilla against Mechagodzilla I should yeah. say there is a difference those are two different <laughs> yeah, don't, films don't confuse them <laughs> 
Which is the one we discussed briefly before the podcast, and yeah. this is the skeletons of the original Godzilla is now got like a mecha morph suit built onto it mm. to fight the new Godzilla, but then it gets possessed by the spirit of the original Godzilla and like equally starts destroying Tokyo, and then Mothra comes in the sequel, she isn't happy with the way the bones are being mm. used. Actually, one of the only few times that the original Godzilla has come back mm. in nearly all continuities, yeah. it's the original, it's um, like a different yeah. one as opposed yeah. to the original the original one. Godzilla like because because you see the gods you see Godzilla's bones I think in the original film when it's yeah. killed so. although there is a slight in in return of Godzilla right. just the American version there's mm. a line they gave Steve Martin where they said well they never did find the corpse ah okay so I think the indication is from the American dubs yeah. at least it could be the same Godzilla yeah but even then it's a bit yeah. up in the air I, yeah. I like I like there's a lot of kind of mystery about him though I like that there's not really a oh yeah definitely a in, in the same way thing. of the Joker, like they've given him multiple different backstories. Mm. You know, in the first one, we didn't really know where he came from. Yeah. The second one, he was a mutated Godzilla Saurus. Yeah. There was a film in the Millennium series called GMK, which again, completely unrelated to the other films. Mm. And in this, Godzilla is the physical manifestation of the tortured souls from World War Two, mm. come to wreak his uh, revenge Read on Japan. Right. Um, and in this, it's. Uh, Mothra, Ghidorah and Baragon a monster from Frankenstein Conquers the World uh, they take on the roles of the Guardian Monsters of Earth Okay, which is weird seeing Ghidorah you know the it's like mm. the Joker of uh, Godzilla you yeah, know, pretty much, the yeah. main enemy the arch villain yeah, uh, mm. it's weird seeing him take on a more... Heroic role. Yeah, um, yeah, and that one is like a spirit. They constantly mm. redo his backstory. Would you would you say Godzilla has... Uh, would you see him... Do you see him rather as a as a hero? Do you see him more of as a, as a villain? Good question, mm. honestly, because he does regularly flip so much between them. In the yeah. Showa era, he was just flat out a hero. In the um, Heisei era, he was a anti-hero. Mm -hmm. In uh, the Millennium, it's too inconsistent to actually say i'd yeah. say in the new legendary universe that they're doing yeah he is definitely a hero i personally i quite like the portrayal of him as the destroyer of worlds yeah, yeah. you know the original he's come to wreak havoc yeah if there's another monster he's a, he's a natural disaster a walking natural disaster yeah if there's another monster in his way fair enough yeah that's fair. also gonna suffer yeah but true. he's by no End means working on behalf of humanity how would you describe Godzilla's kind of personality? What, what, how do you see him? Is he like a grouchy uncle? Or, I'd know? honestly describe him as very like Jason Voorhees in that if he wants to kill you, he's going to kill you. Yeah. If there's a city in the way, don't matter. You know, he'll go straight through it. Um, like an absolute internet troll or something. <laughs> he's just going to absolutely obliterate you. Yeah, he is ruthless <laughs> is the best way that I could uh, mm. describe him. I, I do I I agree I see I see him in that sort of sort of vein I think it's kind of like I think there's a line in the incredible Edward Norton incredible Hulk he's like I can't I can't control him but I can direct him yeah and I think I think that's the same with kind of Godzilla is that you direct Godzilla one of the good things about the series is because it's been around for so long and there's so much variety between the Showa Heisei Millennium era mm. is there's a Godzilla film for everyone. Hmm. If your kids are like quite pussies and they just want to see and have a good time, yeah. show it eras for them. Yeah. If you're kind of edgy in your teen years and you want something dark and brooding, then go for the Heisei era. Hmm. If you're into anime and the, or the more over-the-top action, like superhero-based stuff, hmm. go for the Millennium era. Okay. Yeah, the, outside from that, there's only one last film made by Toho. It hmm. was the Reiwa era. Uh, this is Shin Godzilla. 
This was made after Godzilla 2014. Um, and basically, in the exact same way as Godzilla 2000, after they realised that there's a market for it, they said, right, we'll do another one. Shin Godzilla is the only Godzilla film to actually ignore the events of the original. Okay. It's the only film that you can watch completely on its own. And I will say it's probably one of the best. Yeah, okay. it is... Um, they completely redo his origin story where he is a single-celled organism designed that is that well-adapted that it can instantly adapt to any situation that it's given. Okay. So when this organism happens across nuclear waste, it evolves into something that can survive nuclear yeah. waste. Um, and over the course of the film, he evolves into Godzilla. He starts off as kind of like a land it's shark. Kind of a weird creature. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I, I, it was really bizarre when I watched it. Mm. It was that's one of the ones I have watched. Yeah. Did, um, did you like Shin Godzilla? Yeah, I thought it was good. Would I, you believe me if I told you it was all CGI and there was absolutely no really there was no physical purely CGI Godzilla prop in there. Wow, I, I I wouldn't have said that. I thought there was some sort of practical effect. It does. I I will say it's by far like as far as just CGI goes, Feels it real. looks better than Godzilla yeah. 2014. Oh, you know, it had to be like hidden in shadow and yeah, stuff yeah. to actually look. But good. for for me, that that CG is is top notch because mm. I, I honestly thought. I said it's. It might not be a guy in a suit, but at least there's some sort of practical effects going on. Yeah. At the very least. Um, but the fact that you said that is uh, makes it even yeah, even the, more the, amazing. There was a animatronic like top half built for close ups. Yeah, didn't ended up being used though. Really? So if you look at the poster though, mm. that picture is of the animatronic one, mm. but it wasn't actually used in the film. It is entirely CGI. Wow, That's which amazing. you cannot tell. Um, and yeah, um, this that we. I'll be honest. I, I was kind of, <laughs> I was laughing at the point because God, like you said, Godzilla evolves. Yeah, he looks quite goofy. It looks proper start, goofy. Like, it's like this weird. Kind of fish face, and he's he's flopping around yeah. online. And he's like, eh, eh. but oh my god! Like, but when he, he becomes, goes on and he takes the form Godzilla, of Godzilla, yeah. and like the city destruction scenes, probably the best one in any Godzilla yeah. film that you're gonna find. No, it was. It was I I enjoyed it. I, I can't think it like I can't remember it that I watched it about a year or so ago, maybe mm. longer. But I don't remember. Don't remember hating it. It's at all. very much done in the same spirit of the Gareth Edwards and the original one, mm. in that they tried to use actual things that are affecting them yeah. these days as a way to make the film yeah. because more relevant. Yeah. A very frequent point that they talk about in Shin Godzilla is it's almost to comedy level how incompetent the politicians are. <laughs> Literally, they'll be in a boardroom meeting. Everyone will be there and be like, oh, wait a minute, we can't talk about this. If this is an environmental issue, then no, no, we will have to reschedule. And it's literally like two days later, everyone just sits down in a slightly different room and says, right, this is an environmental meeting. Now we can talk about this issue. Hmm. And because of their own incompetence, that's what ends up letting Godzilla get so far into the mainland, getting so powerful. Because yeah, they're they're too busy with the kind of political manoeuvring of everything. And it's very reflective of the really poor way that the tsunami was handled. Yeah, yeah, Apparently yeah, yeah. the it wasn't the tornado uh, the tornado. It wasn't tsunami, the tsunami yeah. that killed more people. It was the aftermath of that. Yeah. Um of where they're just politicians. The, ma- the managing of that situation. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, more what did uh, what had the highest kill count, and that's mm. what ended up being the inspiration behind this film. And I will say for that one that it's like the only one of the entire series that could go on par with the original. Obviously, the original has the benefits of being the first one. I mean, obviously, 
we're talking about Godzilla and you love Godzilla, but is there any other kind of, of all the kind of, because Toho have so many different monsters, mm. so many different within that kind of catalogue. Do you have another favourite other than Godzilla? Yeah, Mothra is one of the few Godzilla kaiju that's actually been able to escape just being a Godzilla kaiju. She also had her own trilogy of films in the um, in the 80s, the Rebirth of Mothra series, where she actually fought off against her own version of King Ghidorah. This is Desa Ghidorah. Okay. And then also Cretaceous Ghidorah. Um, I'd say Mothra's probably my favourite. Outside from that, if we're not just talking Ho- uh, yeah. Toho, Gamera, made by a rival yeah. company, the Gamera trilogy, made in the Heisei era, mm-hmm. is amazing. Some of the best uh, kaiju-related films that you'll ever yeah. see. Gamera is amazing, and on the off chance that anyone from Toho is listening to this, please just do Godzilla vs. Gamera. We've earned it. I mean, if, I, I imagine if we could get... If, I mean, if they could get the rights for Kong and Godzilla... The makers of Gamera you know, have wanted to do Godzilla vs. Gamera, but Toho are, are a bit iffy about it. Right. Yeah. That'd be interesting, though. I, I, I would... I mean, I, I'd sign up for that. I mean, I mean, I don't know much about Gamera. I'm not that familiar with the Gamera mm. film series, but I know they're kind of... They're the Marvel and DC yeah. of, of kind of Godzilla. Um, Well, Kaiju, anyway. But, yeah. Um, that, that's the overall kind of... Uh, it's the Showa era, mm. which is very light-hearted and yes. fun. It's the Heisei era, which is dark and brooding. Mm. The Millennium era, which is more action-oriented. Yeah. You know, it's more superhero, more action movie. The Reiwa, which... The Reiwa series is literally just... One movie. Yeah, it's literally just Shin Godzilla. Mm. So far, after they finish doing what they want to do in the Legendary universe, which yeah. is the fifth universe, mm-hmm. after they finish doing that, they're going to start doing stuff in the Reiwa universe again. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, and then there's also the Legendary universe, which is, as of right now, it's just Godzilla 2014, Kong Skull Island, yeah. and tomorrow's release. Well, it might be tomorrow, I don't know when you're putting this up. It's, yeah, what's, uh, whenever, um, whenever it's released... Very soon, very shortly. Yeah, and Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yeah, and, and Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. You know, those are the four that's... I mean, that's... I mean, I, I've only seen a very... I've seen a handful of these films. So I've I've seen the 1954. Yeah. So, Godzilla, or Godzilla, uh, King of the Monsters. I've seen the remake, the American remake, 1998 one. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Godzilla vs. Destroyer. Uh, recently watched um, Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monsters. Shin Godzilla. You've been able to somehow watch my personal favourite podcast. Ooh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> You're doing very well. I'm doing very well. Uh, Shin Godzilla and I watched Godzilla 2014 and I watched the anime trilogy that's currently available on Netflix. Yeah, the anime trilogy is the, the sixth series that no one really likes to talk about. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, I mean, I, I I don't have a problem with it. I think it's I very... personally really liked it for yeah. what it was, which was a very character-driven tale. Very but much. you can make a Godzilla anime. Why would you make it human-based? Yeah, true, true. You know, why you could would, just why would you have focus? Godzilla as the main character yeah. in that. You, know, it's... you can hear his thoughts or so- something like yeah, that. But... I think it's kind of the Star Wars prequels in that, give it a few years, yeah. people will... Once the films are harmless, yeah, yeah. people will... Like I mean, them a bit more. I but... mean, again, I'm I'm not I'm not a hardcore Godzilla fan. Like mm. I, the ones I have seen, I've enjoyed, but I'm not like this is how Godzilla must be. I'm I'm disappointed they've done that. You know, I I enjoyed it as an anime. I enjoyed it yeah. as a Godzilla related thing. I enjoyed Godzilla fighting. You know, Ghidorah's in there, Mecha Godzilla technically, and like there's a baby Godzilla in it as well. Yeah, technically, Mothra technically. You know, Mothra's technically makes an appearance, and and a few others kind of. I think there's corpses or something, but. You know, I enjoyed it. it was, it's very intense. It's very a lot of shouting, yeah. but that kind of is just anime. It's it's it is just an Elseworlds story. Yeah, 
of Godzilla. Exactly. It's it's another interpretation. If you've never seen anything in Godzilla, if you've I wouldn't recommend it if you haven't seen it. No. Like if this is your first exposure to No. And like if you're not if it's, your first, about... if it's your first exposure to anime as well, I probably wouldn't go there. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're just if you want to know about the Godzilla universe, not just Godzilla himself, I wouldn't put this down as mm. like my recommended viewing. No, no, no. And now I'll come back to what is my recommended viewing. Here we go. So we're running so, quite low on time. It's all right. It's all right. We've still got about twenty minutes or so. So this is this list just for is this for new people or is this for people that are going to see the new movie? How how do you want to kind of craft it? I put this as my list as a beginner's perspective. If I have a Beginner's friend that gold. came over to me and said, "I this new film looks really good," or say even after the film, like, yeah. "Hey, I really enjoyed that film. How do I get started in this new series?" These are the ones I would probably recommend them. Okay. Automatically, I'm going to disqualify Godzilla 2014 and God- the new Godzilla King of the Monsters just because. Yeah, yeah. You've probably already seen. You've probably them. seen them. Yeah, and if and if you've you're seeing King of the Monsters. Why did you not watch the one before? Yeah. Kind of thing. So, fair enough. Yeah. Um, obviously, the main one is Godzilla. It's the one that you have to recommend because it's the one that started it all. I will say that it will probably be more difficult for today's audiences to get into because, unlike a lot of people, I'm not salty about older media not being accessible. Yeah. Dracula with Bela Lugosi is an amazing film, but when my girlfriend, who watches modern-day normal yeah, TV, exactly. watched it, she fell asleep, and I do not blame her for it. it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I watched Nosferatu, and I watched that as well. I'm and terrified and, and Nosferatu. And they're very... I, had to, I, was, I did a play when I was having to do a version of Nosferatu. We did mm. Midsummer Night's Dream. And I had to, and it's not, it's Midsummer Night's Dream got Nosferatu in it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but it, he wanted to kind of do a universal monster. Monster, the director wanted to do a Universal Monsters take on it, even okay. though Nosferatu isn't necessarily a, a Universal Monsters, but the, he wanted my voice to be like Bela Lugosi, he wanted my physicality and look to be like Nosferatu, mm. so I had to kind of do that research. And they are not fast-paced films. Like, they're very short, but they're not fast-paced films. So Yeah, I, I will put it down to just, like overexposure to things like action or yeah. gore these days. You know, back it's all, when these it's all films... fast, isn't it? It's yeah. all instant gratification. Now, like, if you go back and watch those, it's not instant gratification. Yeah, back when those films were made, like, you either saw these films in the cinema or you didn't see films. Yeah. You know, a lot of families didn't yeah. even have a television at this point. Exactly. So, it kind they don't age well. I mean, film fans will respect them. You know, they get the respect very, they deserve. Very but... early on as well in filmmaking, really, if you think about it. It's yeah, really yeah. Like, very early days, very mm. early doors in regards to that. Um, but yeah, so so what were the films? We've gone off track, but tell me, what were the films? Yeah, the, the first one I would recommend is Godzilla. It is very specialist, but I would say just soldier through it. Soldier through it, watch it. Whether you watch the Godzilla or Godzilla King the Monsters English version is irrelevant. Frankly, I would say probably go for the Godzilla one because at least then there's English-speaking people. You know, the plot's yeah. a bit dumbed down. You can sail through it a bit easier. Mm. Um, other than that, the other four, I don't know if I'm giving these in a particular order. I'm going to try not fine. to. Yeah. I would recommend Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster just because it's a perfect showing off of the Showa era where it's like, it's silly, but it's not as silly as it gets. No, it's... It, it's... There was the silly moments, but it could be sillier. Yeah, um, it's the first time that Ghidorah is on screen at all. You know, this is also mm. Ghidorah's origin movie. Mm. Um, it's the first time you see Godzilla fight Rodan. Um, Mothra's in it. 
being over a leftover from Godzilla vs. Mothra, but you can watch Ghidorah the Freedom Monster without having seen Godzilla vs. Mothra. I watched Mothra. it I watched it yesterday or night before and and it, they do kind of explain it a little bit. Yes. Yeah. So if you're only going to watch one Toho movie and you want to see these characters again, mm. I'd say Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster is probably the best bet. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and uh, so is that two? You've done that's, two so far? Yeah, that's two. Do a, do a top, we'll do a top five, I think. I would then go for Godzilla versus Destroyer because it ties in perfectly to the original. Destroyer is one of, if not the most powerful Godzilla villain and you see Godzilla die you know it's mm. like the only actual ending this character has yeah. had you know yeah. even in Shin Godzilla they only put him to sleep they don't, he doesn't actually die yeah you know the Toho Godzilla rarely dies is that the only two times he's died I guess might be actually yeah maybe, maybe. yeah it's the original and in this film then mm. yeah there you, there you go, go. <laughs> um yeah Destro- uh, Godzilla vs. Destroyer is worth a watch. It was also actually the first Toho Godzilla film that I saw. Yeah, so definitely recommended viewing for that one. If you want to, if you want to watch a Godzilla film that is far enough along in the effects that you can look at it, yeah, you can as, appreciate it. Yeah, like it's obviously it is still a guy in a suit, but that isn't your immediate thought when you're watching no. it. No, fair enough. Uh, so that's three. What's mm-hmm. what's uh, your last last two? Uh, Shin Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Shin Godzilla because it's the only one that you can watch uh, like outside from any continuity you don't need to understand anything about Godzilla you can go into this this is your first film you can understand it perfectly and for recurring fans of it it is also one of the best you know it's got it's political it's funny it's dramatic it's the effects in it are the best from any Godzilla film still yet to be surpassed because you know I, I love the uh, I love the legendary films but yeah. they're kind of falling into well we're going to show the monster but it'll be in dark in the rain yeah. <laughs> purely just so the CGI looks better but I want to see them fighting in the day you yeah, see the this Godzilla in the daytime I mean the, we did see a little bit did we see a little bit in the Gareth Edwards one during the day or not? he wakes up at the end and goes into the ocean uh, okay. that's all that you see him during the day uh, okay. but the majority of the show where it takes place during the day yeah purely because it was cheap to film in a countryside but. exactly Exactly. No, I, th- I think I think you're right. I think we do have a tendency to have you know characters dressed in black fighting in black alleyways as well. There's, yeah. a, there's a you know what's um, Alien versus Predator: Requiem, where you just flat out. I mean, it's an awful film any. anyway, oh, yeah. but you actually can't see what's going on. You can't see on. anything. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> dreadful. That was a complaint with... Uh, the two main complaints with the Gareth Edwards mm. one were that Godzilla wasn't in it enough, and even mm. when he wasn't, it was that dark that you can't see. Yeah. Both of them have been addressed, and actually one of the early Rotten Tomato reviews mm. of Kingdom Monsters says, well, I think we're just focusing too much on the kaiju action <laughs> and not enough on the human interaction. I'm like, I see this as an absolute win. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I, I think I think the human element is important to have. It's very yeah, yeah. It's, it's an important thing to to have. But again, I don't. You don't want either thing. You don't want yeah. either thing to overshadow one or the other. You yeah. want you want you know you want to have relatable characters, but then you also want the monster action. Yeah. And you've got one more. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Godzilla against Mechagodzilla. Okay. Um, the one from the legendary. Um, uh, not legendary. The one from the Millennium Era. Yeah. So, so it works that's as a Mecha, uh, Godzilla against against yeah. Mechagodzilla. Yeah. Um, to clarify all the Mechagodzillas. 
Yeah, it works as the um, a, a, another sequel from the original that ignores the ones before it. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, I've said before, but this is the Godzilla's back. He's destroying shit, so they make a mecha suit over the armor of the original Godzilla. Just like, I, I, I mean, that's a great title for a Godzilla film. Godzilla destroys some shit. <laughs> I think that I think that's the next one. That's Have you coming. seen Godzilla versus Bambi? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Is that a thing? That's that a thing? thing. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> like a two minute short, Bambi comes into a woods and Godzilla steps in him, and then the credits roll. <laughs> Standard. <laughs> oh, Godzilla versus Charles Barkley. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, there's a handful of Godzilla parodies out there. I imagine. I imagine there is. Uh, but yeah, that's my top five recommendations right. for newbies and also my personal favourites. So let's go, let's go through that again, a quick rundown. So that was... Godzilla, 1954. Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. Godzilla vs. Destroyer. Yep. Shin Godzilla. Godzilla. And then Godzilla against Mechagodzilla. Mechagodzilla. So what's uh, what do you think is so interesting about Mechagodzilla? Uh, well, Mechagodzilla is one of the main five you know the big five you know it's mm. it is godzilla kind of like kind of like dc's kind of holy trinity you know yeah. wonder woman batman Superman. yeah mecha godzilla is the last one and this is by far the best mecha godzilla film mm. my personal favorite is probably terror of mecha godzilla yeah uh, which is a showa one yeah. which it's showa course yeah. it's, it's, so of course it's, it's a, a bit, bit crappy, cheesy you know? and weird yeah, um, but yeah this, this one's ter- a bit more accessible yeah and plus i really like the idea of the kind of crossover between the spiritual and the technological okay. there. Because that's kind of something that... It wouldn't be that far-stretched. No. You know? if, you're, if you're making a mecha outfit over the skeleton of this creature, mm. to say, you know, possession is not that... It's not that far I mean, I mean, it's, gone, it's, you know? Let's be honest. It's weird enough that you're building a robot around the dead bones of an animal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think the possession thing is kind of, you know, that's... Kind of like, yeah, why not? You know, yeah. Um, I I think that's the, what you're saying about the kind of linking the mythical. I think that's what they're trying to do with the with the new one with mm. King of the Monsters. Um, is that they are these kind of mythical creatures that have yeah. come back. It, I will say it's bugging me that they're not calling them kaiju. I think it's because they're trying to differentiate themselves from Pacific Rim. Yeah. And they're calling them titans instead. Yeah. Um, I guess that. I mean, I, I don't it, have work, a it works. With it. I mean, you could yeah, they could have used a, a load of other terms. They could have created a term. They could have still called well, them mutos. Couldn't yeah, they, if they wanted massive to. unidentified terrestrial organism. Because they even they even use that in Skull Island. They even mm. said that in Skull Island. That's what we do. Monarch does. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a possibility. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm very excited. I, I'm I'm glad they finally got the rights to the other classic monsters. Oh, yeah, I have been waiting for this film for yeah. so long. It's gonna and, be. Um, it's, it's, I think it's is, gonna be absolute fan service. This is why I'm looking forward to this film, and I'm gonna relate it back to Jurassic Park. I was a Jurassic Park fan since I was a kid. I mm. never left the dinosaur face, as I say. I went through high school and college loving Jurassic Park. Mm. And I was always kind of, never looked down on, but I was always be the dinosaur kid. Okay. Even okay. as an adult, I was always the dinosaur yeah, one. Yeah. And then Jurassic World came out and suddenly dinosaurs were relevant again. And it almost felt as if I'd just suddenly been validated. Like I'd just had the justification all these years for liking. <laughs> in, in the same way, I imagine yeah. you feel the same with the MCU. Exactly and, right. Exactly right. Mm. I, you know, I said, oh, one day, uh, you know, I'd love to see an Avengers film. People are like, that'll never happen. You're, you're bloody... But now superheroes yeah. are cool. It's, now yeah. dinosaurs are cool. And, hopefully, yeah. Kaiju will Godz- also be Godzilla cool. Godzilla is cool. You know, I um, I can't wait. You know, I mean, I, I know Mothra, Ghidorah, Rodan. I know yeah. all these characters yeah. since I was a kid. Yeah. No one else has known. I yeah, can't exactly. wait for the day where I can walk in Asda and see... 
King Ghidorah merch. And that is a well, life I, I never even, pictured myself living. I even didn't realise Rodan was in it. Because I totally... I, I don't know if that's unfair to Rodan, but I didn't... I knew Mothra, I knew mm. Ghidorah, I knew Godzilla. I didn't consider Rodan like one of the originators. Mm. Um, or one of the big five, as you called them. Um, I, I just and, and then I saw he was in it I was like oh shit there's loads of it even like ultimately I hope the film is good but even if it isn't what it's going to do for the kind of community the exposure that it's going to give mm. the Godzilla fans mm. will be enough I always, I always think when, when a remake comes out in a way there's no way it's a bad thing so either we get a good remake amazing brilliant film fantastic references the original brilliant lovely great or it's dog shit and you go back and go oh that one's so much better i'm gonna watch that it's, it still makes you appreciate it's still the a original i see that as an absolute win <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's same with um bloody avatar last airbender one of the best tv shows of all time mm. the film came out about it and it was shit but it just made us realize how good the tv yeah. show was yeah you it know? makes you appreciate it. so i i don't see it as necessarily a bad thing I mean, you can always you can just forget that even exists, and that's mm. what most a lot of people do. Do you have like a? There's so many. Th- we're talking like thirty three possible films. I think we're talking, yeah. or, or maybe the, more. If you count uh, all of the, like, if you count the TriStar ones, and then if you count the anime ones, it's like even if yeah, even if you like count necessarily the even if you count like the single solo films like Rodan and Mothra, if you count those oh, as yeah, technically within all, the the monster then you're or the Godzilla like forty fifty yeah, which, films. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but, heck, Zone Fighter, which was a TV show had Godzilla star in it, so it technically took place in in the Showa era. There you go, and that's and that's the thing. Do because there's so much of that. Like, what what do they need to get absolutely right for this one? Like, obviously, there's a lot of there's so many different. You know, I I don't know if there's a, like one great Godzilla film. I don't know if there's. I think maybe there's so many different kind of parts of of other ones that you can mm. combine to make a great Godzilla film. What does this film need to get right? I'd say fix the mistakes from the last film, mm-hmm. which is just let us see the monsters more and then actually let us be able to see the monsters. Mm-hmm. But as far as being a Godzilla fan goes, I just want to enjoy myself. Do the characters justice. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to, like... Obviously, I want to see them all done in their own good light. But there's only so much you can go with that in one film. Yeah. So that bearing in mind, just give each of them the respect that, you know, if Rodan shows up and they've used him all over the advertising, but then he dies in his first fight, that would be annoying. But that would be annoying to an average cinema goer. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so long as this film is a good film and they don't do anything that would, like, Specifically, you know, like if they don't like kill off yeah. anyone too early or well, anything. Well, I mean, we we might not necessarily see killing off. We might just see defeat, like yeah. they've been knocked out or something like that. So there's there's a possibility they don't have to kill anybody necessarily. But again, Godzilla has enough monsters to keep him going, like we've said. Yeah, I, I think their Toho is right now the um, the contract only mm. goes up to Godzilla versus Kong, mm. but it will be depending on how well Success. those two films perform. Yeah, and then the monster verse, the the legendary monster verse, mm. could continue after that. And they've got a plethora of different creatures oh, yeah. that they could bring in if they wanted to. They could do a Mothra film. You know, yeah. they can do. They could combine. Or not have, or they can cherry pick after that point. I think. Yeah, it could. Like, I'm not being funny. People will get bored of superheroes eventually. Oh yeah, of course they will. What's going to replace them? 
Yeah, true. Will it be kaiju? Will yeah. it be like live action versions of anime? Yeah, you know who knows? something's gonna take over afterwards. And I, I think that's I think that's right. Like I I love superheroes, and I you know I think they'll continue to make them. I don't think they'll just completely disappear. Yeah, there might be less of them. They might make less money, but you know I, I they're in their heyday now, and I'm enjoying that. I think they we can both. Go. Proudly say that we are living in like the golden era. golden era of our. <laughs> literally, the wording I was going to use. We couldn't be in a better position now. Like this is what eighty years from now, in the same way that we look back at the universe of monsters yeah. and be like, "God, what a great time to be yeah. alive!" Well, exactly. Like you've got everything. Everything you read or enjoyed as a kid is being rebirthed you know, to you. Even if, even if silver platter. Yeah, exactly. Even if you didn't, you know, like you said, you're not a massive fan of the Ghostbusters film. Neither was I. Uh, the, you know, the female reboot, and it wasn't. Because they're all women, it was just because it was a shit film. You know, it's at least they're trying, or at least they're trying to kind of nostalgia is a big thing. It's a big kicker for people yeah. to and saves on marketing as well. Saves because that's that's you spend millions on marketing for movies, and if they don't have to spend that much on marketing, it's a win. Um, I'm going to ask one last question before we go. Like I was saying, this this is going to be quite a tough question, really. Okay. Um, what is your favorite of all the kind of Godzilla related media? What is your favorite? Fight. What's your favorite battle? Ooh, that is. A and that I, I, we can. Inc- I will include. Um, you know, Godzilla versus Tokyo in that. <laughs> if in you want. that case, then it's probably going to be a pretty easy. Dis- I'll give you two answers then. Okay, cool. Because they both conflict with you. My favorite kind of fight scene is Godzilla's scene of destruction in Tokyo from Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla, yeah. You know, um, for those that don't want to watch it, you know, they do some very weird stuff with Godzilla's powers that we've never seen before, which um, if you're going in watching it for the first time will blow your mind. It did for me. I actually yeah. went like, holy shit, when yeah. I saw that for the first time. And he just, like, the shots. I think there's one show where it's slowly zooming in on Godzilla. Mm. And he's, like, his tail's, like, wagging back and forth behind him. And mm. he's just surrounded by flame and smoke. Gorgeous stuff. That's probably my favourite destruction scene. Mm. And it's the scene that I'd recommend. If we were going to go purely off of fights, however, mm. yeah. um, would probably be from Terror of Mechagodzilla, mm-hmm. a Showa film, and it's specifically because Terror of Mechagodzilla follows quite closely from Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, not to be confused with Godzilla against yeah, yeah. Mechagodzilla. In Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, Godzilla eventually defeats Mechagodzilla by twisting his head off and pulling it off. And now in Terror of Mechagodzilla, he does that exact same thing. He pulls off the head, but he's still functioning. He's um, <laughs> And it surprises the hell out of everyone. He's got like a little control panel where his head would be, and he's still able... He's still going. Yeah, Godzilla tries <laughs> to use the same move on him as he did in the last one. Mm. It doesn't work, and then he just kicks the shit out of him. <laughs> nice. Well, I, I think we'll leave it there for the day. Thank you very much for coming. It's Absolutely, been man. really informative. I hope a lot of people got a lot out of that, and they can find all the Godzilla-rated media. If you want to, if you want to read a really cool Godzilla comic, I would recommend Godzilla Half Century War, which follows a, yeah. a Japanese soldier uh, through fifty years of fighting Godzilla, and it kind of goes through the whole. It's kind of a, a greatest hit, so to speak. You see all the monsters throughout the the history of all the eras that you've been talking mm-hmm. about in one comic. So I highly recommend that um, as well. But yeah, no, it's been great, and you can find me on Facebook at Secret Bores. Um, on Twitter, you can find us at. Dan underscore Bores, and this podcast is available on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, and many, many more. 
Thanks again, Curtis. You've been an amazing guest. You've been the god of Godzilla. Mate, it's been awesome. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. You can get me on, I'm mainly just on Instagram, at Miserable Bastard. Um, thank you so much for having me on, and I'll be back on for King Kong vs. Godzilla. Yes! <laughs> Bye-bye, guys!